What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Liquor Talk, and the new episode starts now. Welcome, one, welcome everybody to another edition of the Liquor Talk podcast. I'm your pop, Bows Victor. This is episode 178 of Liquor Talk. I want actually, this is. I think this is 179 of a look at talk. Excuse me, y'all. 179, y'all. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you've been tuning in over the past couple weeks or whenever you started tuning in, remember, this is that podcast that tells you the more you drink, the better we sound. Today, we got a guest podcasting out of Jersey. She is the host of the Pillow Talk with the T podcast. It's Miss Kima in the house tonight. Kima, how you doing today? I'm doing so amazing. Um, listen, I'm just glad to be here. Thank you so much for extending the invitation. And listen, it is actually pronounced Crimea, but normally if people cannot pronounce it, I just tell them to call me Q, Queen, or Qua. <laughs> okay, Kwamea, I got it. I got you now. I, I got you. Like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I'm a quick learner. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm a quick learner. I'm a quick. I'm a quick learner. So. I appreciate you for coming through tonight, you know what I'm saying, being on Liquor Talk. So tell the people about the pod, your podcast, Pillow Talk with the T. Yes, so Pillow Talk with the T um, is a very truthful, unguarded, candid, um, straight to the point. Um, we speak about uncomfortable conversations. I'm just bringing that old to the table talk conversation and to the new millennial um, just for us to keep it real 100 because with healing it starts with the uncomfortability talk right so that's basically what we get I'm not shooting no bullshit I'm straightforward to the point and I'm not looking to come into this world to make friends so <laughs> that's real that's real we all say we're not coming in trying to make friends but in that we end up making friends with a lot of different people because people they get they get where we're coming from. Yeah, we do. But the thing is, you make you may make friends and you may make a meet a quick uh, make more, more than acquaintances. You know what I'm saying? So you have to make sure you know how to dissect and separate the two. That's the difference. That's real. That's definitely the difference. So what got you into podcasting? So basically what got me to podcasting is actually my family and friends, um, which you guys receive from me every week. And for the past few, um, th three seasons of Pillow Talk with the Tea is what I've been giving, delivering and actually uh, perceiving, well, not perceiving, but just um, extending to my family and friends. That straight raw talk, um, no bullshit. I'm going to give you what it is that you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So knowing the fact that I've always been that way out of the 39 years of my life, um, they always been like, listen, we, we know that you need to extend yourself to the masses. Other people in the world need to have a you in their life that who don't have a you or think they have a you, but really need to have a you. So I first was very adamant, like, um, I'm not ready to take on that responsibility. Um, and I don't think the world is ready for me because everyone is not about, you know, accountability, taking responsibility and actually looking at themselves and self-evaluating. So in regards to that, it was that, utterly, that utterly gut feeling inside a pit of my stomach right here was telling me it's something keep burning, something keep desiring. So let me do it. So end up as majority of so many of us podcasters have, which is to, to the grace of God. Um, the beginning of the top of COVID, I say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. I'm ready. I've been created. I've been built. And I've been actually, you know, um, molded into who the woman I am. And I'm about to share it to the world. So that's basically got me into um, with Pillow Talking and actually created Pillow Talk with the team. And listen, 
you can't stop me. I'm on the ground, on the pavement, running, hitting, and I am going. <laughs> so that that is so real, and I'm I'm glad you kept going because I see a lot of people that they start their podcast in the pandemic. But then once the pandemic started to loosen up a little bit, people stopped recording. I'm like, I'm checking for the episodes. I'm like, where you at? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Listen, but like I said, like I understand even though a lot of people say, hey, you know, a lot of us started from the top of the beginning um, of the pandemic. However, my thing is this always was something I was doing with my inner circle. So this is not happy. This is something I'm very passionate about that I decided to share it with y'all. That's it. I was already giving it to the people that's in my village and that's in my environment and my circle already. So I'm just, I'm, they, they are willing to allow me to share with y'all because they could be stingy with me. Yeah, shout out to those people for telling you, getting in your ear, like, hey, you need to start a podcast and you need to share this with the world. Hey, I had those same people in my ear, too, because only my Snapchat followers a couple years ago were getting my thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Until yeah. I discovered podcasts, and I was like, oh, I need, I could do this, you know what I'm saying? So I totally feel you. So what's something about podcasting you wish you would have known before you got started? Um, Basically, um, let's see. I, the the timing of how much time consuming that it definitely could be. But at the end of the day, everything I know that we end up doing is part of time. It consumes time, but it's just the fact of editing, uh, you know, and then me being the masses of my one one woman army of me just holding this down, this fort down by myself. So it's like editing. Um, booking the guests, booking this talent, and just sending out emails and hitting up sponsors to get people, you know, to sponsor and just continue to do the mass marketing, promotion, advertising. And listen, I do my own flyers. So what you see on Pillow Talk with the T, this is the creative gift the girl is giving you. That's not nobody hired. I'm not paying nobody. That's me. So I always been very creative, but it's just the whole time zooming that I, I hope that somebody will like, listen, you. It's going to be a lot of time, but I don't even look at the time because honestly, it, it's a joy for me. It really is. Yes, that is agree. It's like they say, they say you'll work, you'll do it for free if it's a joy to you. And that's what a lot of people say. And it's like, hey, it's a joy to do this step in and do this podcast because I feel you. I'm a one man wrecking through my damn self because I feel <laughs> you on the damn, I feel you on booking guests and having, and I'm learning to have a plan B and stuff. So I totally feel you. It's you ain't the only person out here just rocking it solo. And one thing you learn is sometimes you just got to do it yourself if you want to get things done. You know, that's true. That's and, true. And also, what I've also learned is nobody's going to have your passion, your same passion for your platform like you do. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's going to keep going. I definitely agree because if you guys actually look from my season one now to my season three, and listen, I'm straightforward and I'm blunt and I'm honest. I did have a co host. And then I end up adding a different additional temporary co-host. But at the end of the day, things happen. And, you know, knowing the fact that I do have amazing people in my life that make sure they tell me the raw, tell me the real, and let me know and say, Kwai, listen, you could do this shit on your own. You don't need and you don't want, you shouldn't want nobody that doesn't have the same equivalent um, passion and interest of something that you feel that's your baby. This is my baby. 
I'm not playing with it and I'm not looking for nobody to come on to play with it either. So I just had to release, you know, others or let other people go their other separate way. And now I'm just holding it down on my own. Honestly, I'm at peace and I love it. Hey, I I'm, I feel you that same way because I, I felt like me and you had a similar podcast journey because during season one of Liquor Talk, I had a co-host. And halfway during season two, me and that co-host fell out and I ended up bringing on somebody new. And like they fell out as well. But what 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 they messed up is I discovered technology. I discovered the different ways you could podcast with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like once I discovered the different ways to podcast with somebody, then I figured out how to get guests on. Oh, it was lights out, you know what I'm saying? So it's like after episode <laughs> 100, I was like, I'm rolling, I'm doing this thing by myself, you know what I'm saying? Because the second co-host. They suffered from depression, and I could tell that it was getting to them. If somebody's excited, you're canceling the recording. That person's not for you. Um, yeah. It's not. I'm not taking a shot at nobody, but I'm just saying it's things I observe, and also, and also, people can say some things on your platform that they don't really need to be said. They could, um, you know, what I'm saying they throw some low blows at you for no reason. I'm like. Nah. Yeah, and they got to realize that everything is not for everybody. A lot of people, you they see a lot of people in radio and entertainment or the podcasting industry, and they look at us who's been doing it for such a long time or have the passion and the deep passion for it and say, oh, that looks easy. But if, if yeah, anything that's really true to the person that's doing it and it's a passion to the person, it, it could look easy to the person outside. But when you're doing it and you don't really have that, that, that gift, you don't have the talent, you don't have the interest, or you don't know how to sympathize, empathize, and know how to be able to interview a person without having judgment, then, then this it's not for you. That's real. That's that's definitely real. It's it's not for you if, if that's how you feel, you know what I'm saying? If you want to come on somebody's platform taking cheap shots, you know what I'm saying? And also, it's not for you if you can't communicate because... I've dealt with a lot of people who they just can't communicate. I'm like, it's okay if you need to cancel. Just let me know something, you know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure you've dealt with that as well. So talk to me about how do you feel? um, I I took that one of your episodes. How do you feel after recording it? Do you feel like cheating is a choice? Because part of me feels like it is, but then another part of me feels like somebody could just be a dog. Yeah. Um, well, actually, listen, every time I do a, a podcast or an episode to a particular topic that I decide to come in, come in on with people, people teaches me, you know, so, so trust and believe people. I'm learning from people. I'm learning from I learn from you when I hear your podcast. I learn from so many other podcasters when I actually listen to their podcast. So even with Let's Talk, um, shout out to Let's Let's um, Rap Podcast. What's up? Um, when I end up speaking speak to um, him and we was collaborating on the episode, he really taught me, you know what I'm saying? Actually, Chia is an action. It's an action that you decide to take on and choose to do. You know what I'm saying? So you decide to marinate, cook up, put the seasonings into that idea of that action that you're about to do is an action that you chose to do. So listen, and equally, it is a choice because it's a choice of the action that you choose to do. Yes, it is. It, it definitely is a choice, you know what I'm saying? Because a person can't push you to cheat, you know what I'm saying? Actually, they, their actions can say cheat, but you can also, there's the option of 
taking the high road and just moving on from that person if you feel like you're going to cheat. And also, there's also the option of if you're not really over an ex, then just move on, you know what I'm saying? Just just go be with that ex. Don't waste my time. Absolutely. I feel like anytime, my thing is, even when you, you break up out of a relationship, it's a process between, it's a gap process, because it's 50-50, it's you can get back together and go back and forth, or it's 50, it's 75%, and you can just, it could be completely over. So before you trying to jump into something else or bring someone in this chaotic situation that you don't know if it's officially, you're officially done, have jumped over the room and say, okay, I'm done. Or you sitting there saying, you know, you know, I know you've probably been in a relationship where you said it's done, she said it's done, but y'all went back at least a good two or three times just to see if it was going to work. So you know between that time frame, it may be one of those until you say, you know what, it is officially done. I can't do it no more. So that's why I tell people, give yourself not only the space and the time to choose if you really, really are done or to end up beginning your healing process. That's real. That's real. Um, also, speaking of the healing process, shout out to Chew Radio last week's episode. Um, us men, we do need time to heal. People, take time to go through your healing process. And also, it's okay to be with somebody that's healing as well. You guys can help each other heal. If you help somebody heal, then guess what? Hey, it'll bring y'all closer together. But ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. So go ahead and get that liquor pulled up if you haven't done so already. What's your favorite liquor or do you drink? I do a drink occasionally. Um, and when listen, if I do go to Brown, my, my liquor that I love is that I just found out is from Jack Daniels. And, you know, that was introduced to me from my cousin because I was doing Hennessy. But Hennessy make me feel a little cheap. In regards of what I say, wait, how does Hennessy make you feel cheap? Because the next day I feel really cheap, cheesy, and like a motherfucking sick kaboom. Like, I feel like garbage. I like got a headache, a hangover. Maybe it's just, it doesn't connect with me. But with Jack Daniels, I get up the next day feeling good, don't have a hangover, no headache, don't feel like I gotta take at least two hours to get through the day or even try to. To get out of the bed, so I said this in my new drink of my uh, my black. I mean, my brown liquor is Jack Daniels, but everybody know that I'm a wine star. Like my Moscato is the key. I love my Moscato. I like that's, it nice, right, and sweet. <laughs> that's real. That's real. I, I know a lot of wine drinkers out there as well. So shout out to all the wine drinkers. Um, you in the music? You've been checking out the music scene lately. Listen, I do love music, but I'm an old-fashioned girl. This new generation of music, I really can't rock with. It doesn't work with my spirit. You know, it doesn't. So, listen, I'm not going to say that there's not at least a few or a couple that connect the vibrations in my body. At the same time, uh, I, I don't really know. Sometimes I have to go to my son like, what did he just say? What the hell is this? Because <laughs> you... you <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah, it, it has a nice groove and beat, but then it's like you're trying to listen to what they're saying. It's like, what is going on? What are you talking about, honey? So, but I do love music. I've been loving music since I was came out the womb, and I've been dancing since I was three. So I love it. That's real. That's real. Uh, I asked about music because have you had checks to, um, to check out Kanye West's new album and Drake's new albums? I have not checked out Kanye West, but I um heard just a snippet of Drake and um a lot of people as I could agree with them is trash. Sorry. Which album? 
Um, the one he just dropped, isn't that the one he just dropped that everybody going crazy over? Like if he just sat there and just put a one point two million dollars for everybody's front step. The one he just, I guess, just dropped that I seen on social media that everybody was just going crazy about. But I was like, is what? Certified lover boy. You know, I got my researcher right here next to me. Certified lover boy is just trash. I don't really connect with it. I don't really like it. I, I think the I think the reason why is because everybody like it is due to the fact that it's Drake. I feel like, and that's why I feel like I feel like a lot of artists nowadays they're getting by just because of their namesake. You know what I'm saying? Now I did like Certified Lover Boy. There were some good songs on there, but overall I feel like it was rushed. But Kanye's what Kanye it was better than Kanye West album Donda, you know what I'm saying? Because I played it a couple of times. I'm like, okay, Kanye, I'm not feeling it. And I understand the dedication to your mom by saying the Donda chant 58 times. But I'm like, Kanye, that's not how you want to start off an album. Donda, Donda, Donda. Kanye, you don't want to start off an album like that, man. And then I hear you were already making money off of doing the shows live. Yo, selling out stadiums and stuff. So mm. I feel like if we're looking at it musically, Drake and Kanye both could have put out better albums. Yes. But I will slightly lean towards Drake because I will say the artists he brought on, they came in, they did what they had to do. But gotcha. like I said, I feel like both works could have been better. I feel like they they were both rushed. They were rushed. both just rushed. Yeah, and like you say, Bob, basically if you rushing your artistic of your craft it's going to not be reperceived or received properly. And you're going to be able to hear it in the music that, okay, you could have just took your time. And I guess because this whole pandemic, everybody was sitting there for like, it should throw something out there so they could stay relevant. But listen, this pandemic was actually given to us for a reason. It's a gift from God. So let's take advantage of it. Like if you doing music, take the time in the studio. We're still here. When you drop it, we're understanding. And we appreciate it more. Don't rush it because it will hit, you will hear the sound in your music, Drake. <laughs> yes, Drake, Kanye, all of them. To any <laughs> artists out there listening to this, take your time with your music. The people ain't going nowhere. People are going to fuck with you either way. At least give them some quality, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look and Talk. Now, let me ask you this. Going back to exes, is it possibly friends with ex? Because I know so many people they are like, oh, I'm good friends with my ex and stuff. I'm like, how are you still mm. friends with your ex? Mm. I don't believe it. Um, I, I don't befriend my exes. Um, they are my exes for a reason. Um, I believe in the three rule. People come in your life for a reason, season, and lifetime, and whatever theirs was a season, and that season it up. So whatever I was supposed to have to learn from them, I got it, and whatever they're supposed to learn from me, I hope that they have received it. But other than that, me being friends with my ex, I just don't believe in that. And whoever is friends with their ex, cool. The kudos to you. It just doesn't work for me. Um, not only that, I feel like it's also could be a cop blocker and a pussy blocker for new relationships that come your way. Because because people want people is going to have some type of notion like, what the hell was going on? You're friends with your ex. Why was like it is it, it brings up a lot of red flags, even though some people want to say it doesn't. But come on, let's call a thing a thing. It really does. Yes, it really does because it's like, why are you still? Why is your ex still around? It's like I, I understand y'all may be friends, but it's like 
they gonna be judging me, you know what I'm saying? They gonna be probably talking shit about me behind my back. They gonna be sizing me the fuck up. And I'm like, and I'm not be trying to get in the middle of your drama with them, you know what I'm saying? And also, and if it's me, it's like, I you are ex for a reason, you know what I'm saying? So it'll probably take years before I open that across that bridge to even have you in my life, you know what I'm saying? Because you're an ex for a reason. So you can go ahead and stay over there because I'm not going to ruin my new thing dealing with you, you know what I'm saying? Because because exes have a funny way of popping up when you got somebody new. Exactly. That is absolutely so true. You never lie. And it's like for some reason they, they feel when you, like you said, have somebody new around or either feel when you're happy, you moved on and you internally, externally, spiritually, physically, mentally, like just got them out of your system. It's like, Oh, they just come. It's like, where you come from? And you just wondering, like, ah, something feels suspect. Something's up. So what I normally do, if I'm done with you, not only do I block you, but then I delete you. Mm-hmm. You know what? I agree. I uh, I agree to a degree. I, I, I delete your number, but it's like, it depends on the level of breakup. If, it, if it's like respectable breakup, I'll keep you on social media. Even if it's not respectful, I'm not going to be the first to just block you because it's like I'm not about to show you that you got to me that bad to where I just don't want to see you. I might mute you, but you know what? I want you to see what the hell you didn't have. You know what I'm saying? I want you to see all the manifestations, all the hard work of me paying off. You know what I'm saying? That you could have been right there for, but you know what I'm saying? You just decided to take a shit on the opportunity, you know what I'm saying, of having a fucking prize in your life, you know what I'm saying? So I want some of y'all to see that. Now, also, stand with exes. How do you feel, how would you feel if your ex came back years later and just gives you some advice about how the relationship ended? I'm like, why the hell does it take you all this damn time to say something about how the relationship ended and what we could do better? Like, why now? Well, if, if it's been years, you, I, I, it's not, there's nothing I need to hear. Why do I feel like I need to hear? I'm already gone, moved on, moved on. Um, already recovered and healed from it, probably went to therapy to end up getting my own internal and external closure from it. Why do I now need to have you come into my new presence of my new clarity for you to tell me what's going on? It's over. Let it be. Either you, you're coming here to tell me why it was over or you come here there's a, another reason behind you came around. You coming around. Because mm-hmm. you either trying to sit there and you trying to either create closure for yourself because you've been holding on it for this, this long, or you trying to now try to pump it and your back in. That's not, I don't I don't need that. Like if it's been years, what's the point? There's no acceptance. I don't need your phone call. We, we see each other in public. We could be cordial, say hello. We don't need a whole conversation. If I see you in the supermarket, um, you speak, I will speak back, but I'm going to continue to shopping. Um, but I don't need to stop and have a full conversation or us to change numbers to get new contact information. It's over. It's good. I'm good. That's real. <laughs> That's so real. It's like, don't tell me something about our relationship now. Now that I don't care no more, because if it's years, it's like, I don't care. Even if it's months, even if we just broke up a few days ago, if it's a few days ago, I might care. But if it's been months or years, I don't give a rat's ass. Live your life. It's obviously, it's something within yourself that you didn't get closure for that you want to drag me down. You know what I'm saying? No, you're an ex for a reason. Stay over there. 
don't don't be trying to reminisce on the good times and the bad times, you know what I'm saying? Because in some cases, your bad outweighs the good, you know what I'm saying? Because I know, I know we all have our good times, but but then I also remember the disrespect. I remember the reason why we broke up because sometimes people might not show it within the first thir- first 30 days, but give it some more time. They'll show you a reason why you broke up, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, exactly, because the, the pain start the now live it start the live and start to go into the, a deeper surface where it's like it's on a, it's on the top layer of the surface but then once they go into the core now they start feeling more of the deep hurt and they're like okay now they're gonna take the hurt and react into anger you know and now oh i want to know why the hell we fucking broke up i'm about to call her i'm about to call this nigga i'm about to go and see him because he gonna tell me you know what i'm saying so it's but now it's like you turning that hurt into i mean that pain into hurt um and, and anger and it's like what's up like just let it be what it is like but i'm good with that ain't nobody need to come back to me cry is good and you can clearly see that <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yes don't come back to me. don't don't come back to me just because you turned on a damn drake album you know what i'm saying because you know people that put on some damn music get into their feelings, and start calling their exes. I'm like, no, 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 don't yes. do that. Because I know you probably on some liquor, and you probably done play some music, or somebody probably done hurt you. And you know what? And sometimes a part of me is like, yeah, karma's a bitch, ain't it, huh? <laughs> exactly. Now, you, you done got hurt, but you could have had me, which I wasn't going to hurt you. We just going to work to work through it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now you're hurt, and wanna don't, don't come back to me, because I'm not going to give you no sympathy, because you know what? I'm usually a sympathetic, sympathetic and empathetic person. Hey, that shit gets tossed out the window. Yeah, once it you does. Screw me over. It does. It really does. Like I, I no longer know you when you disrespect me or you hurt me. I don't no longer know you. No, it doesn't make me bitter. Doesn't make me angry. It doesn't make me oh, she's you know the angry black woman. It makes me human. I no longer want you a part of my life and you don't deserve to be in my presence, not even to be in the fathom thought of my mind. So here we go. Snip it, cut it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's real. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to get the oh, you an angry black man. You just like all these other niggas. I'm like, well, you know what? You had somebody that's not like all these other niggas, but hey, you had me and fumbled me. Move on with your life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at Talk. If you don't know, now you know. Now, I heard this crazy story about somebody getting, what happened when a woman went to her her um, hairdresser's house to get her hair done. Now, the hairdresser's doing her hair and stuff, and she puts on the dryer. The hairdresser's boyfriend comes over, and they start fucking while, while she's getting her hair done. Like, how would you feel if that happened, like, your, your beautician doing your hair done put you on the dryer while she got you in the dryer. You can hear her getting them back shots in while while got you in the dryer. How would you feel about that? I would feel uncomfortable as hell. At that point, I would be, she would no longer be my hairstylist, my hairdresser, my beautician, not at all. She, I'm done. That would be the last. That would be the last time she would ever see me. And she better hope that when she come from out that room, that I would probably not even be under that hair dryer because I'm gonna be gone. Like, nah, you. So you trying to tell me that your hormones is that loose that you're telling me that you couldn't wait until you was done for done with me and tell your old man to wait until you was done with your client or either come back um until you was finished. Like, nah, I'm good with that. Mm-mm. So that's telling me if you got a shop, a professional 
storefront and shop. You telling me you want to have your man come in y'all fucking in the shop bathroom? Man, you know what? I said that same thing. I said, bro. Luckily for me, whenever I go see my barber, they're focused and attention, attentive and stuff. But I couldn't deal with no barber who want to stop cutting my hair just to go get some ass, go get a piece of ass. I'm like, bro, she going to be right there when you done. You know what I'm saying? Because your hormones can wait. You got to secure the bag. You got to make your money. Then worry about your hormones. I, I heard that story. I'm like, what the hell is up with people nowadays? The pandemic got y'all going that crazy? So what the so okay so the lady she stayed she leave like was it more part of the story? She she said she stayed but she didn't say there was a more she didn't say whether or not she'd go back to them. I'm like you know what? Oh hell no! No no. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. I would have like she would have lost out on money on that day. If if it happened to some a woman in my life or a woman I'm close to, they told me that I'm like ladies get the fuck out of there. There are plenty of musicians <laughs> out here. That will, you know what I'm saying? That will give you their undivided attention. No, yes, no, yes, that nah. that is definitely the case. You know what I'm saying? You should not be trying to get trying to um get some ass or get some dick while you were while you doing a service for somebody. <laughs> Listen, that lady is good because me, I would have been gone. I'm sorry, she lost out on money on that day, and she would have also lost her forever. And the lady probably was a good, good client of hers, a long time client. Like she lost me. Mm -mm, no. Yes, I, I definitely agree with that. You would have definitely lost me as a client because your hormones get your fucking hormones together. You know I'm what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying. And tell that boyfriend if you gonna come over, just chill, nigga. Nigga, just chill. Shit. Exactly. Oh my god, nigga, watch TV or something. Shit, go go. Exactly. Or how about go go with your friends? Go do something. Oh, oh, better yet, um, you don't don't you got a job? Do you got a job? Don't you? Uh huh. Yeah, don't you got a job? You probably need to be resting for or something like that. I'm like, god damn. I'm so like, people are just went out the door. That's professionalism. I don't the way she did it to me. I don't think she probably even had professionalism. Yeah, I, that's what it sounds like. Professionalism just went straight out the door. I'm like, I know it's a pandemic at all, but damn, we still got to be professional. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> when I saw that story, I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm like, shouty, why you did, as soon as you heard that, you should just got your, oh. got out the dryer. Because I'm pretty sure once you hit the point to a dryer, you can, you can probably do the rest yourself, right? Exactly. Especially, yeah, it still depends on whatever style she was getting. Like if she was getting, if she had a wrap or even she had the rollers, at that point, she could have went home and figured that out. And by the time um, the boyfriend probably came and the, um, her stylist and, and the boyfriend started fucking, she probably was already halfway dry. So she could have just let the rest air dry at home, going home, and she could have just took it out or even end up going to another salon like, hey, the craziest story happened to me. I need you to fix this shit because I no longer have a stylist and I need to look for a new one. And I understand that it does take time to look for a new stylist because me, I'm a, a review person. I'm a review person. I like to talk to other people's previous old clients or either current clients because I want to know. Because one thing about me, if I'm dealing with somebody servicing me in my 
my hair, my nails or whatever, I become very loyal to them. I don't let other people touch me. Even if they go out of state country, I'm like, all right, I'll wait till you come back. But she could have did that shit at home. But she could have figured it out. We all women, we very creative. We know how to, you know, buck up when it comes to a hard time or when we need to um, come into survival mode. She could have did that shit herself. But me, I would have been out that shit. But as y'all can see, I don't need to get under the dryer. I just need to cut. As long as my barber who cuts my hair so to no shit like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, barbers don't... Uh, us men barber, us guy barbers, they don't even try that. I done been to some barbers' houses and stuff, like, and they done cleaned me up, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have no distractions or whatever. They chick was just somewhere chilling in the corner, just watching TV or watching the baby or something like that. They didn't pull no shit like that, you know what I'm saying? So it's ridiculous when I heard that. So I'm like, you know what? Professionalism. I'm like, damn, 2021. God, goddamn, can we bring back? Maybe that shit. Maybe that shit turned her on. That her client was in the other room. <laughs> Maybe, maybe she felt like a, a, some extra, like, ooh, yeah, this is spontaneous. Like, but I can't, though. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, I can't, though. Uh, no, no. I'm, I, I, listen, I don't care how hard. If that turns you on, you need help. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, other, uh, other people getting it in, turning you on, that need, you need help. Sure. No. Not the, not, the, not the lady on the dragon. Talking about the lady stylist. Maybe that turns her on, knowing the fact that her a client was in the other side of the wall in the other room while she was getting it in. Because, you know, people had them crazy fantasies and, you know, turn on and type of, you know, things, you know, because, like, if, for instance, you 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 can't tell me that you ain't had a relationship. You was with a girl that you was having a sex situation with. I maybe went out to dinner and you ain't fuck her in the bathroom. Hey, hey, if, if and you know that there's rises, people in the restaurant on outside this door. <laughs> hey, I I can't lie. Some situations happen. Yeah, if if the mood is right, yeah, it might it, it might go on that club. Yeah, if the mood is right, you know what I'm saying. So sometimes, but it's just it's the time and the place for everything, you know. Yeah, that part right there, that one, no. But it's made like the restaurant, the club, or you know what I'm saying, you and your dude somewhere spontaneously get it in, which I, I mean, I'm a very spontaneous person. So I've I, I done crazy shit. But me having a client in my home and she's outside under the dryer and my dude come in, like, nah, like, check yourself. We'll do this later. Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do try to do it while I'm getting the bag. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like, while I'm on somebody's clock or if I'm doing something for somebody getting money, I'm dedicated to them. I'm not trying to get my dick wet, you know what I'm saying? But Exactly. Shit, shit happens, but that's still crazy. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> and you know what? And I hope to, that, to the hairdresser out there, listen, don't be fucking while y'all are trying to do people's hair because y'all going to lose y'all clients that way, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're going to lose the bag. Don't lose the bag. Please do not lose the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at Talk. If you don't know now, you know, we have these adult conversations. We have the hard conversations. So go ahead, pull up that look. You hit minute 38, so we definitely appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and pull up that look if you haven't done so already. Now, someone said side people are necessary for relationships. I don't agree with that. What do you think? No. I don't agree with that either. Some are like side pieces. Like yeah, side like pieces. side, a person on the side is necessary to keep a relationship Why? going. To me, I feel like 
okay, even though people might sit there and say this is, you know, taboo, but some, I feel like if you need to have a side piece, either you might well just have an open relationship and be with somebody that's communicative to say, I'm going to have an open relationship. Or that could go to the fact of what your woman and your man ain't doing at home with, you know, to you that's not doing to you that you need to have a side piece. Or you should, like I said, better yet have a fucking relationship, but I don't think a side piece or person is necessary. Exactly. Why? <laughs> like, why? Like, what are they doing? They helping you pay some of the bills? They sitting there helping you get, you know, the bag? Or they doing some other shit? Like, I don't understand why. Only thing they doing is elevating your sex. But what's the point? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like sometimes people want to have a person on the side because they get bored with the person they're with. You know what I'm saying? Then and make sure you choose the right person. Hello. This is the thing. This is the thing. We, okay, I understand we work weird. We, we worry about, okay, make sure they got the right credit. They, they meet to, they foundation, they, they lawyer, you, they, you know, all the standards that they meet with you, meet that you require to the person that you're looking for. But why do we sit there and miss out that most, is, that, come on, sex is important. Not the whole pie, but at least a slice of that pie. So why are you going to miss that key element out of all the other elements that you making sure that you check off the box, but you sitting there lacking Another sex experience with that person you're connecting with and building with that you want to be in this relationship and marriage with, but then when the shit is whack, now you want to have a side person? No. Whoever my king is, come with the experience. Come with the full set of sex. Come with it, come with it, because your girl, she's I'm ready. And listen, I don't do no whack sex. Oh hell no. I definitely agree with that. Listen, if 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 it's wax sex, then that's gonna be a one night stand, and we're gonna call. We just gonna call today. We just gonna move on with each other's lives. If the sex is whack, you know what I'm saying? Because and forget about I'm it. Not, I'm not trying to be with somebody and the sex is whack. No, no, I agree with you there. You know what I'm saying? The sex cannot be that bad to where I need to go be with a side person or even your vibe. It doesn't even got to be the sex. It could just be the intimacy. The being up under somebody, just talking to somebody, having somebody being there for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you can't do that, you know what I'm saying, then I, should, I shouldn't I shouldn't need a side person for anything. I shouldn't need a woman friend for anything, you know what I'm saying, if I'm in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the only women I need to deal with are women I do the podcast with or women that are in my family if I'm in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's Absolutely. like, because I need you to be the, the, the Swiss Army knife, because I'm going to be the Swiss Army knife for you, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I know that's right. I'm going to be the homie, the homie, the lover, the friend, time and place for everything. You know what I'm saying? So no, no side piece is um, necessary for relationships. And also to the side pieces out there, why the hell are you okay with just being a side piece? I'm like... Mm, I guess because at that point, that person, listen, because first of all, just check this out. Some people don't even know that they're the side piece. They, they don't. They don't even know that they're the side piece unless they decide to go dig it or stuff pump up, you know, from under that hitting rock. And then because these guys and these girls, they, they hide it and they, they finesse so well, making the side pieces thinking that they are the main piece. Or if they didn't, the thing is also is that 
some of them is okay with that because maybe they don't want a relationship in their life. Maybe they're like, okay, I don't want a relationship. I'm just cool being a being whoever I am. And he come, he leave. When I want him, he come, he leave. When I want her, she come, she leave. You know, but majority of it, some a lot of side pieces don't know their side pieces. Oh. And I, I oh that's definitely true. And also side pieces, if you know you the side piece, just go ahead and rock with it. But how can you tell if you decide piece? I feel like communication is number one. If they only want to see you during us during a certain period of time, if they only call you for a booty call, yeah, you decide piece. So that's one way. How do? What's another way you think somebody can tell that they decide piece? Um, you can't even sit there. You can't call them on the phone at like an early bright day. Um. And they don't answer, and that shit ring, ring to a go to voicemail, and you never be able to talk to him on the phone. You are the side piece. Because why is it that he could come to your house at one or two o'clock in the morning when we all we all know at one or two o'clock in the morning we know what's only open and what's mm-hmm. only going on. So so you can't call him at one, two, maybe three o'clock in the afternoon and be able to have a conversation with him. If you can't do that and have a full conversation doing light, then y'all just do the side piece. Because he's not looking to get to know you to spend give you no extended time besides only at one or two o'clock in the morning coming through and bouncing. You know, that's it. Or another thing is, you know, if he basically, you if you don't take you out, if y'all ain't go out, maybe you the side piece, he'll take you out in the light and y'all haven't went out on a date or dinner you know, in public, you're the side piece. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, all those things. If they haven't done those things for you, or, or fellas, if she only call you when she needs some money, yeah, you side, you a side piece as well. Let's just be, let's just keep it a book, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> some, some women have that nigga they only call on like they want something to eat or something wrong with their car or if they need, they need money somewhere to go somewhere. I, Cause I remember back in college, a chick tried it with me. She was like, "Hey, can you send me three hundred dollars, wow. or can you send me a hundred dollars?" I'm like, "What are you doing for me? Like, I'm not fucking you on the even if I was even if I was fucking you on the regular. It's like you might not get that money out of me. It's like, no, if you if you to get the money out of me, you got to be girlfriend status or something like that. You know what I'm saying? If I know we're in a relationship, we'll build it towards it. You might get it then, but." If we just a one night stand or if you just a side piece, you might not get it because even if, even if I get it, you know what I'm saying? Because that that's what that said. That was that's what everything will tell me about you. You know what I'm saying? If you just exactly. want a man to give you money. So exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's guys like that, too. You know, you, you can't be biased. It's the guys like that, too, that sit down and call a chick up and, you know, she got a baggy career. She she doing her thing. She's, you know, driving her, her nice BMW Mercedes Range Rover. And, you know, they looking to say, you know, babe, I need this money, you know, for this. Can you hook me up? You know, because I have uh, you know, you know when niggas start doing all lists and stuff like mm-hmm. this, you already know they finesse. They finesse, yep. like nah. So yeah, you and, do it too. Yeah, I do. I do understand that, and it's like, and that's why sometimes I wonder. I'm like. People might be book smart, but they're not love smart because how a woman making six figures end up with a dude trying to finesse. I'm like, what happened to being with somebody that's on your level or above you? 
That goes for Because she not because a lot of people don't be thinking a lot of people don't make choices and think with their brain. They making choices and thinking with their heart or either their vagina or dick. That's the thing. That's what it is. If we end up taking the heart out of the equation and the dick and the penis of the pussy out of the equation, and you think with your brain, guarantee you give a lot of less heartbreaks um in the world. Oh, that, that is so true. Also, it take convenience out of it as well, because sometimes you can deal with somebody just because you're talking to them, they're talking to you on, they're communicating with you on the regular, and that's mm-hmm. how you'll fall for that person, you know what I'm saying? That's how you feel yourself starting to feel that person because they're communicating with you on the regular as well. Take all those variables out, you probably have some less, less, less heartbreaking relationships. Yeah, you would. And not so many hurt people that's broken. And you already know hurt people hurt people. And now that, you know, the cycle keep going on to the fact that a lot of people are walking around here unhealed and broken and traumatized. So in regards to that, if you end up digging more with this and studying this and this, I'm telling you, and then like you said, communicating, effective communicating, not just telling them what they want to hear, but what they need to hear and, and be honest, I'm telling you, people would be less heartbroken and less hurt. That's true. Now, do you feel like it's possible to heal together with somebody? Because someone said it that it's possible that you guys can be with somebody and help them heal and they can help you heal. Do you think that's possible to be with somebody? Because I feel like it's nobody's like really fully healed out here. I did hear someone say that. I can't remember where I heard someone say that. But at the same time, I do believe that it's possible. However, for myself, but it, it, it also uh, go on accordingly to the individual. Myself, if I'm healing, I don't want to be, I don't need to be with somebody who's healing. I need to go through my process m- myself. See, me, I'm, I'm exactly what my zodiac sign is. I'm half human and I'm half animal. I'm a Sagittarius. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You, you, hey, I'm a Sag too. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Sag too. I'm right here with you. I'm a Sag too. So when we end up kicking off the human in us, we go into the hibernation of the mammal part side of us. So we become ready to go into our cocoons. When we go into our cocoons, we shut everything out. We, we shut everything and everyone out because now we in hibernation mode of healing. Um, elevating, d- digging deep into our work, making sure that all our eyes is dotted and our T's is crossed. Like we don't, we operate making sure our shit is on point and on good. If our shit ain't on point, you ain't getting our vagina, you ain't getting our pussy. We don't know about sex, even though we are the most freakiest dynamic besides a Scorpio. But at the same time, we could put that shit on mute pause with our sex. Until our shit and our mind, our heart, our clarity, our spirits are clean and clear. I, me, I'm the type of person I could be able to go through the healing process with someone else. I need that. I need all that space for me. Sorry, I do. I'm like a I'm like a tiger in the jungle. Do not come on my territory because I need this all for me. I don't need to heal with nobody. That's real. That's real. I feel you. That I feel the Sagittarius injury because, like I said, yours truly is a December Sag as well, sitting over here. So it's like, so I feel you in everywhere. It's like, but I do get to a point where if I'm at the end of my healing process, I'll be like, okay, I'll be open to having somebody come in, you know what I'm saying? And we work mm-hmm. things out. But 
uh, other than that, it's like I might say something on social media, but other than that, I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm not trying to deal with nobody right now because it's like a lot of y'all, y'all done ruined it. And it's just I don't want to take my frustration out on somebody else because I'm feeling pressure. I'm not about to sit here and take it out on you because you're an innocent bystander. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And also, yeah, it's crazy. And it's crazy that a lot of people can do that. But will I go out with somebody if I'm still healing? It would have to be a special person. That person yeah. would just have to bring it. You know what I'm saying? If somebody is just just knocks you, just sweeps you off your feet, you can't you can't argue with that. You know what I'm saying? They would just have yeah. to really bring it if they really trying to be with you during your healing process. Yeah, it gotta be an undeniable kindred spirit of our spirits and our souls connecting to the unbelievable fifth power. And I, we just can't let go or separate. But at the end of the day, I'm just this type of person where now if I'm healed and I feel like I'm now ready to go out there to be with someone and they, so I end up being with somebody that's healing. I have no problem as I go through my process and then I meet someone who's healing and going through their process, but which I would think if you're healing, I wouldn't want you to actually be trying to look for anything or be open to anything right now until you finish. But you know, sometimes people try to rush the process like microwave popcorn. So in regards to that, I would just be like, okay, cool, this person healing, but knowing I've been through the process, I would be with a person and help them, well, you know, assist them through the journey and, you know, and just be their motivation and and me just be the example of like, okay, shit, she, been, she went through it, she got through it, she healed, she went through the process, so I know it's capable and I know the outcome of it, so, but yeah, but I've been, I listen. I've been the fixer up. I've been with people who healed. I've been with damaged, fucked up people. I'm about to be 40. Don't come my way, sir, ma'am, madam, king, queen. <laughs> Don't come my yeah. Way. Listen, honestly, I felt that way after I'm gonna tell you how old I'm gonna I felt that way after turning 30. I'm like, you know what? I just ain't got the patience for it no more. And I'm like, damn, I'm feeling this way at 30. My goodness. It's oh, like yeah. So you just think, imagine me being 40, you feeling that way at 30, and me 10 times older than you. Just imagine I don't got time for it. <laughs> no. Hey, we just ain't got time. You know, you know why we ain't got time for it? Because we kept running into fucked up individuals who <laughs> done ruined it for us. You know what I'm saying? Who done ruined it. it they made us better, but they also ruined it in the same way because it's like, I'm just at that point in life. You know what? I know what the fuck I bring to the table. Hell, yeah. I can create the damn table, you know what I'm saying? Because you get a you you have a lot of people that will that will demand so much out of somebody, but they don't bring shit to a goddamn table. That's so true. And that's what and that's the thing. And my thing is it's not just the fact that they ruined it for us, but what they did was they fucked it up for other people. That's what they really did. So if even if as the Sagittarius, we are very loving, caring, we loyal to the fault. Um, we there, we ride and die, and we sit there till the wheels fall off. But we fuck us, and you cross us, you disrespect us. I'm out. I know that I am, and my brother is a November Sage, and I know he's the same way. So, but other than that, I'm. I, they just fucked it for other people, and then, like I say, me, you, you get older, you just don't have the tolerance, the stomach, 
all the patience for the bullshit for your time to be wasted because that's something that can't be given back. So you learn from your old past stuff like, damn, when I was 20, 25, 30, 35, what the fuck? But then you start to think about it like, okay, I'm learning from all those. And I just don't, because now at the, when you, like I said, even when you get older, you start to sniff out bullshit now. But not everybody do though. So I'm not going to make it seem like everybody who gets older do, because some people just don't tap into, like women don't tap into their, um, their intuition. They don't listen to it. And they, they keep thinking and making decisions with this and not connecting the, the the mind, the brain with the intuition and realize that that shit will tell you about a motherfucker before anything else and just cut it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you because a lot of us men, we think, you know what we think, we, you know what I'm saying? We think with our manhood, it's like, and mm-hmm. I'll admit, sometimes myself included, because sometimes we just want somebody to be up under or somebody to get a business to, and we're not thinking straight. Instead, our, in our head, it's like, we should be like, this woman's a woman with a kid, you know what I'm saying? So it means the baby day is always going to be there, and some women, they mm-hmm. might not be thinking straight. And some people will, the red flags will light up like it's six flags, and people will still ignore the signs. I'm like, how the hell did you not see the flashing red lights? You know what I'm saying? The flashing red flags. But sometimes we think with our private parts in our heart and it's like, we can't do that no more. And you learn, you get older. It's just, you can't really do that. That's true. Absolutely. Or if you're going to think like that, just tell them straight up, this is what it is. This is yes. This is what it is. Let's just call it what it is. Exactly. I definitely agree because also a lot of people come in with representatives, um, and 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 there's a lot of people that actually stand with their representative for years until probably so many so long that you really finally see that the representative mask start to slowly but surely peel away. But you be like, damn, what the hell? Yeah. You know, so like I say, you gotta you gotta fish out the bullshit. You gotta end up believing what it is that you hear and you see, and stop trying to think that you can fix it or change someone, and or either sit there and make a person um a better version of themselves. A person ain't willing to change or make themselves better better for them, or they end up you sniffing out bullshit. Believe it, and you can't change them. <laughs> yes, yes, that's definitely true. It's like if someone shows you that they're full of shit. You definitely got to believe them the first time because some people, you can give them a second chance, but they will not take full advantage of the opportunity. I'm like, damn. So now you yeah, just I don't believe and- in those anymore. Second chances, I'm sorry. And I had a lot of people come for me season one of my podcast because um, I was doing it live on Facebook at the time. And it was like, oh my God, really? Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in second chance because why well, I'm gonna give you a second chance that you now know and you are, I gave you the equipment, the tools, and the knowledge of how to fuck me over again. And all you have to do is just say, Oh, send me flowers, take me out, be consistent for a little while, and sit there and do this or apologize and, and show me a little bit of difference until you decide to fuck me over again. I don't believe in second chances. Yeah. Not with that. I definitely agree with that. And also because sometimes you give somebody a second chance because and because sometimes a person can be handed the opportunity to really win you over and they'll still find a way to fuck you over. It's like exactly. because sometimes it's it's an ex they want back or it's like they're just not really into you because I was dealing with somebody who 
I went to a city, it kind of blew up. We kind of fell out. But then I ended up moving back to that city because of hard times. And it's like, and I feel like that person, we we, we started seeing each other once spend more time. But it's like that person, it was like pulling teeth just to get time with that person. And then when we did, they they blew up. When we, they, they used somewhere where I fucked up at instead of, this is how you know somebody's into you or not. Whether that they like say you fuck up, right? They'll help you grow from that. Instead, mm-hmm. they'll use it as ammunition to to break things up with you. They'll say when they find somebody that they want, you know. Exactly. What I'm saying? And I'm just like, you know what? So for me, I I'm at a point where it's no second chances. It's like you know what? If you come back, it's probably just gonna maybe for one night stand. That's it. You ain't even fully welcome back into my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you blow it, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just. Time is at the essence, and we can't be wasting years and months and years with somebody who's just not into us. Exactly. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And now today, you got to realize that you teach people how to treat you. And so if a person cheat on you and do wrong, and and, and I understand a lot of people who will probably listen to this be like, marriage is a quickly, is a put differently. I was married and the person cheated on me and I, I'm done. I was, I got a divorce. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that because if that's your standards, I mean, and not, if those are your standards and that's, and that's your, um, your breaking point or either your deal breaker, why are you going to dilute, change, edit, or modify your deal breaker because for the uh, individual. So you're not standing in your truth or what you said that this is what it is. And like I say, you've given now that person the equipment, the tools, the acknowledgement, and the keys to now, oh, if I fuck him or her over, I know what I need to do just in case if I do it again. And it's, I'm not doing that. No. Agreed. And I'm not doing that either because sometimes you can give everybody the tools. It's like an open book test and you still fell open book test. I'm like, how do you fail an open book test, an open book, open note test? That's what's always like. They ain't paying no goddamn attention and they're not reading. Yeah, and they're not paying attention to detail. And it's like, and do it, and look back at it, do I regret giving that person the time of day? No, because it taught me by myself. It just, it taught me where I need to grow, you know what I'm saying? Because like you said, everybody comes in for a season or a lifetime, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to learn something from those people. So it's like, to all those women out there I've, that's been doing me wrong, I forgive y'all. I've learned from y'all. So it's just, and I'm moving forward. Absolutely. I definitely agree 1,000%. Listen, I hope that they did you, and they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they, and they still watching this and listen to this. I hope they have their popcorn ready and just enjoy the show because, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, see, you're not going to have the insider access, you know what I'm saying? Because you had the VIP inside access, and guess what? You fumbled it. Yo, shame. <laughs> I'm, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? I, I just got to, we got to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? This is grown folks' conversations. Listen, like, we do. We do. And listen, I always tell people, if you hear something, if it doesn't apply to you, don't let it stick. But if it's stick, then guess what? Let the shoe fit. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> let the shoe fit. Because guess what? And, that, and that's what I said about social media. If I say something, if it feels like you, Hey, my DMs are open. We can talk, but you know what? It ain't going to go nowhere, but hey. Well, I'll listen. Listen. No, his DMs is open. My motherfucking DMs. Don't not DM open. her, y'all. Don't not DM her, y'all. Don't do no. it. No. 
I, even people on my show, they know not to DM me. When my when we hit cut and that camera and that live is a wrap, I don't want to discuss or continue that conversation. It is a wrap. You should put your comments in the comments and that was it. That's it. Nope, I'm done. When that camera is off, I'm gonna do I'm I'm doing, I'm playing another position. I'm not live, I'm not podcaster. I have too many businesses to be trying to go back and forth with somebody. So no, my DMs is not open. <laughs> that's real, that's real. Her DMs are open only for business. Only for business. That's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, that that's how we got moving 2021 going into 2022. But that's real though. So what at the end of the day, why do people need to subscribe to your podcast? Because you got a dope platform. Why do people need to subscribe to your podcast? Listen, people need to subscribe to my podcast. Um, and I say this due with all respect, all love, you know, because I understand some people you gotta stroke them a little softly, and some people okay with or the punch or a strong punch. But sometimes even the people that you stroke with the um but have to stroke with the soft soft rub, you still need to give them a, a nice hard punch because it's out of love. But I feel like people should definitely subscribe to my podcast for you to do some self-evaluation, some self-learning, um, to, to get a reality check, to end up ready to truly heal. And let's talk about these uncomfortable conversations that end up leading into the healing process. If, you re- if you're ready to end up stop bullshitting with yourself and you're really ready to sit there and actually be who you're supposed to be and want to be, listen, subscribe, like, follow, and um, listen and tune in um, to Pillow Talk with the T because like I said, we are raw, we are open, we're unguarded, and we are true to no motherfucking default. <laughs> that's real, that's real. I want to thank you, Q, for coming on. You know, so I definitely enjoyed this round, this hour with you, you know, so I was just chopping up. I definitely enjoyed this. Whenever you're ready for me to come on, like I tell all my guests, I might be in Florida, but I'm just a DM away, so I'm ready to go to work. I'm ready for you to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So I do owe you a parent. So you just let me know when. Oh, yeah. You know I'm going to reach out to you. you. You always know. Collaboration, coming together, doing something, making power moves. I'm always about it. So you know I definitely will be hitting you up. So I just got to see where I'm going to fit you at. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just let me know. You know what I'm saying? But I do thank you for your time. And thank you to listeners for checking out Look at Talk. Remember to check us out. Go ahead, subscribe, like, comment. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts at. Thank you for the support because we are taking over for the 21 and the 22. And side note, for those of y'all that look for the movie that I'm working on, that movie ain't coming out till November, by the way. So, you know what I'm saying? I just want to throw that out there. Let y'all know if y'all checking for it. That movie ain't coming out till November. Um, blame the producer for pushing it back. You want to get the right equipment. So, just a quick note. Shout out to Tori. But, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Look at Talk. Until the next time, we are out this thing. Good night, y'all. Deuces, ladies and gentlemen. Deuces.